The opinions expressed on this podcast are not meant to be disseminated as medical advice. If you need additional clarification or have questions, consult a mental health professional in your area. Hello, and welcome to 10 Minutes to Save Your Marriage, the podcast where we're already falling apart. I'm not introducing either of us today. (laughs) This is our second restart. Our first one was a disaster because I... Because our podcast before this had some technical difficulties, and after our countdown, rather than jumping into this podcast, I took the opportunity to yell at Steve, as it should be. That is the key to a healthy relationship. Never, ever pass up a t- chance to yell at Steve. Opportunity to yell at Steve. Steve, right. how are you doing tonight? <laughs> I am just delighted that this still, we're 85-ish episodes in, and we still can't get out of the starting block without stumbling. This uh, this might be our worst one yet. It was so bad we didn't even use it. We had to do a new one, which was almost as bad, but not quite as bad. Anyway, we're supposed to answer some kind of relationship question. Here it is. <laughs> yes. All right. I want to live a very particular lifestyle. Not enough time to go into all the details, but the short version is I like routine. When I met my wife, I was very open about how I wanted to live my life. I also made it clear on several occasions that I wasn't willing to change and that she needed to accept me the way I am and the life I want. She said she was good with that, and for a while she was. However, after we got married, she's been trying to change me and get me to give up on certain aspects of my life. I understand love takes compromise and sacrifice, but I know sometimes the way I want to live my life makes her feel second best, which isn't good. I've tried for years to find balance to give her what she wants and still live my life the way I want, but no such luck, and I'm making myself miserable trying. Should I just give in and do things her way, or do you think she should have to adjust since once again, I was very upfront from day one and made it clear that what she was getting into. All right, Steve. Okay. Take it away. <clears throat> I think, uh, James, you can even see the problem with the question, which is we don't have near enough information. <laughs> like, if the thing he's into is, like, uh, like, killing his neighbors with a golf club, I would say maybe it's time to flex a little bit on that one. If what he likes is leaving his shoes on when he's walking on his carpeting, then I think, well, maybe that we can compromise on. So... The fact that he didn't want to go into details tells me there's a part of this that he knows is a little bit ridiculous and he didn't want to be publicly shamed by (laughs) you or I about it. (laughs) I will say, and I say this to my clients too, the good news is you didn't lie to her, so that's good. And it seems like both of you probably entered the marriage with the best of intentions, but life just kind of moves along and the two of you have to grow together nobody is the same when they get married at 25 as they are when they're looking across the table from each other at 50 and if you want to be precisely and i like how you use the word uh oh you use particular not precisely sorry i wrote down that particular lifestyle if you want to be particular all the way through i think it's very difficult for your wife to have any room to move herself into your sort of headspace and um unless you are incapable of moving some of these particulars i think there's got to be some space for you to flex some so You made it sound like it's a win or a loss. Like if I change anything, it's a loss and my wife wins. If I change nothing, then it's a win for both of us. 
And I think that's a fallacy that you're selling yourself because your wife doesn't feel like it's a win anymore. And not because she wasn't attracted to you when she said, I do, and not because she didn't believe that she would be able to tolerate some of your particulars, but because over time, stuff wears out. People wear out, their opinions change, your circumstances may change, you might have gotten a nicer carpet, she doesn't want to mess up with your shoes. Like, there are parts of life that you've got to account for. both for her and for you, your own personal development. So without knowing anything about what it is that you do, and uh, James and I could just improv a list of 10 things that are... (laughs) This podcast is about to get good. (laughs) I know. (laughs) But James, I don't know. We're sort of handcuffed on this one. What do you think? I think um, it went a very different direction than I thought at first. When the opening line is, I want to live a very particular lifestyle, like my mind immediately jumped to like swingers or something. I mean, just something just way out there. Yeah. You know, something salacious. Burying, yeah. burying bodies in the desert. I don't know. It was. And then it goes down to the short. <laughs> Here we go. The short version is, I like routine. And, I, and by the end of the letter, I'm thinking, like, maybe this guy's just a little anal retentive. And you get a little bit of OCD in there, and he wants everything put a certain way, and he has his closet organized just so. So he kind of sounds like somebody who got married later in life, you know, in his 30s or 40s after he'd been, a, you know, a bachelor yeah. Ooh, out in his own for, for, for quite a, way, a while. And I think if you get married when you're 22 or 25 and you've just, you know, you come out of an apartment where you had one couch and a TV and that's it. And suddenly you move in with this woman <laughs> and she has actual furniture and is living like an adult. It's real easy to move into <laughs> into her kind of, you know, lifestyle because then, you know, she's she's a, an upgrade from that. But if you've both got a separate household, I can see, you know, and you both been on your own and neither of you's been married before i yeah. can see how that might be an issue uh, i i think again without without knowing the particulars it's hard to it's hard to say but in general i doubt that anything there is worth breaking up a marriage over uh, i mean really how important is it that your closet be organized just so or your shoes be put back in this spot i mean and it's possible this guy's a total slob and we're reading this the wrong way but i don't think anybody has ever described living as a slob as a particular lifestyle i guess it could be maybe he just has piles of trash lying everywhere um, I think the biggest thing is he basically tried to go into this marriage with an oral contract prenup. Like he's like, this is how it is, and this can never change till death do us part. This, and I, I don't think anything like that is ever going to be binding. I mean, that's not how human beings work. And it's possible she thought she'd be okay with whatever you're doing. And it's possible she thought you would maybe just relax and loosen up a little bit. I mean, who knows? I mean, realistically, when we're planning out things, you're really only planning a little bit in the future. You might have a vague idea of what your life is going to look like when you're 60 or 70, but you really can't know. And who knows? By the time you're 60 or 70, letter writer, none of this might matter to you at all. You might finally meet the changes that you've been fearing all this time. Uh, but I would say in the short term, don't look at, at, at it as she wins or you win. Just look at it as what is going to make your life easiest right now? What is going to cause you the least stress? Is it going to be less stressful to compromise and reach a middle ground with her, even if it's not exactly what you want? Or is it going to be less stressful to make your wife happy? And honestly, it could go either way. It might it might not be a blanket thing where you totally cave in or you totally get your way. It might be item by item. It might be you compromise on how the fridge is organized. You compromise on how the closet is organized. But you remain dead set on who watches a TV show at 9 p.m. Like whatever your battle lines are, you don't have to cave in on everything or cave in on nothing. Pick what's most important to you and stick to that. Uh, what are your thoughts, Steve? Yeah, <clears throat> I've worked uh, even with... <clears throat> 
guys on the autism spectrum, like on the lower end of the spectrum, like little Asperger's, but that, that are very rigid in the way that they like life, but don't require life. And just walking them through if, and I'm not suggesting the letter writer is, although he might be, if uh, he still is exactly the same person, he might be a little bit on the spectrum. But the point is that uh, to say to yourself, can I do that? And will it make her happy? So she likes the pillows a certain way on the bed. Can I do that? Yeah, I can do that. Like I just kind of walk through a quick cost benefit analysis. A 20 second adjustment on your part can save two weeks of arguing between the two of you. <laughs> and uh, that's one of the skills you kind of learn as you mature or as you want to make your partner as happy as they make you. It's not a win and a loss that uh, there's a lot of gray area and that's where James is suggesting you live. 20 seconds can save a 20-minute argument at the very least. If only we had that philosophy with ourselves. Imagine if we took 20 seconds to plan out our intro. How how many minutes of fighting <laughs> would have saved ourselves over the course of this podcast? Hours of fighting, maybe even. But It's obviously not fighting when I'm always right and you're the one that screws it up. Is that how it is? It's just... Uh... How would you define it then? Is it just just me complaining, or is it me just accurately pointing out your shortcomings? I guess that's not a fight either. That's just, that's just an explanation you have a gross of fault. distortion of reality. <laughs> well, if you, my shortcomings are actually personal strengths. Is is that how that works now? Huh. Well, we won't be taking that 20 seconds to get on the same page. It would take us two hours just to work out that intro. And I think the only way it's ever going to work is if I finally drop the drop you from this podcast and just talk to myself. <laughs> Maybe I should... Well, let's drop us... Oh, oh, go ahead. No, no, you had a you had a thing going. You were going to outro us, and I stepped all over it. That's okay, because I'm still hearing my <laughs> echo, which is what I was yelling at you about in our first intro <laughs> that we had to abolish. It's a miracle I can get any words out of my mouth at all. So let's get us out of here. If you have a relationship issue you'd like us to solve in 10 minutes or less, it doesn't have to be a marriage issue. It can be boyfriend, girlfriend, platonic friends, parent, pet, whatever you have. Send that in to jamesbreakwell at explodingunicorn.com. That's explodingunicorn with the E. And we'll do our best to take a crack at it. This has been another episode of 10 Minutes to Save Your Marriage, and that's 10 Minutes of Your Life You'll Never Get Back. <laughs>